Well, given it's the first day of March, an appropriate song there as uh, March is going to roar in here like a lion, as uh, you may or may not have heard, depending if you just woke up, I have the bad news, Winter Stormwatch, uh, in effect for uh, a good chunk of the province, almost all of it here. This weekend, uh, today, and the first half of tomorrow, not so bad, but tomorrow night into Sunday, that's when it gets ugly. Yes, sir, it is coming. We we knew it was inevitable that winter wasn't over yet, even though it may have felt like that. But from Environment Canada, Kayla Billis, expecting traveling will be pretty poor. Hello from Montana. Uh, it's going to bring some... Heavy snow to southern Saskatchewan in Regina. It'll we'll, we'll get some lighter snow starting Saturday afternoon, and then the real heavy stuff will begin kind of early Sunday morning. So we're expecting around 20, 25 centimeters for the Regina area, and that should end overnight sometime Sunday night. But with it, we'll also be getting some pretty gusty winds. So we could have some reduced visibilities in heavy snow and blowing snow. There you have it. Saskatoon likely to get the most snow, maybe up to 35 centimeters or about 14 inches. And today, day one of the Montana's Briar. If your uh, plan was to uh, cruise in here for the Briar all week long, next week, of course, too, uh, you want to get here uh, early. Maybe today. Maybe you have to adjust your plans if you were thinking about leaving tomorrow. Come on early. We'll welcome you a Montana low in time for the Montana's Briar at the Brandt Center. It's looking pretty sharp over there at the Brandt Center right now. And, of course, uh, Team Saskatchewan, led by Mike McEwen, who is actually from Manitoba, representing the Saskatoon rank, hoping to release us all from this burden of not having won a Briar since 1980. And uh, McEwen sounds like a good guy. He told the Green Zone with Jamie Nye he's converted most of his family. He's from Manitoba. He's converted them to Team Saskatchewan, though. I've definitely got a lot of family to don green bunny hugs. <laughs> yes! He <laughs> nailed it! <laughs> it still, it still kind of hurts a little to say it, but... <laughs> so, yeah, we're, you know, a whole bunch of us are converting and uh, really excited to have a lot of family and friends uh, at this championship tonight uh, in their opening match, uh, PEI. But uh, I'm going to talk to Jamie Nye. He's going to be live on location later this afternoon with the Green Zone. He'll be joining me a bit later on here, even today, to uh, tee up who he thinks has a good shot. All obviously, the defending champs, Gushu Rank Team Canada, are probably the favorites right now. But we'll see what Jamie thinks here. And uh, welcome if you're coming in for the Briar. You're helping to inject well over $13 million into our local economy. We like that. It's going to be a fun week. Tonight, the patch, it's free. And the rec laws are going to be performing at about 9.30. And this is, with this new month of March, it brings restaurant week. I know select restaurants are a part of this. It starts tonight and runs through next Sunday. But they're offering special menu items. You can go online through uh, Regina Downtown and See who's participating there. What else is coming up here in March? Oh, well, of course, St. Patrick's Day. It's on the 17th this year. That's a Sunday, so don't be surprised if uh, some of your coworkers call in sick on Monday. Easter, March 31st. Yeah, we're uh, into a new month. And uh, I just pulled together some of the paperwork uh, for the weekend. I'm going to start delving into what I need to get my taxes done. I know we have till the end of April, but... That's one of the chores that people are going to start turning to as well.
Winter Storm Watch in effect. And uh, today and uh, tomorrow morning, not so bad, but by tomorrow night, snow is going to wallop us and the wind is really going to be picking up. And uh, man, uh, we could see 25 centimeters or 10 inches here, way more towards Saskatoon. So uh, doubtful many will travel, particularly Sunday on number 11. But kind of bizarre, isn't it? How yesterday, we, we did not hit the plus five, by the way, that was guaranteed. I'll get into the weather guarantee a little later. Yeah, someone's going to win big money. I'll get to that in a moment. But Moose Jaw was nine degrees. We hit only minus one yesterday. So the warm air was aloft, and quite often you wonder, why is it always warmer in Moose Jaw than it is in Regina? Well, we're in a bit of a basin here, and uh, that warm air just out of our reach, not enough wind to draw back down towards us. So that's kind of bizarre that it was nine in Moose Jaw, and we only hit minus one. Rather disappointing, and as is this weekend forecast, as you heard with the winter uh, storm watch kicking, and particularly tomorrow night uh, for Regina and uh, through Sunday. Sad news, former Prime Minister Brian Mulroney passed away at the age of 86. Both the Prime Minister and Opposition Leader offering condolences this morning. He was an extraordinary statesman, uh, and he will be deeply, deeply missed. A husband, a father, a brilliant businessman, a Prime Minister, a statesman. Although uh, he brought in the rather unpopular GST, uh, there are a lot of people who give him many props for becoming a major force behind the scenes uh, during the last NAFTA free trade agreement. Decades ago, he initiated those talks. And uh, I guess during the last NAFTA free trade agreement, he had been living in Florida part-time and uh, he knew Donald Trump. And with that insight, he really uh, apparently helped Trudeau and even at the time, Christopher Freeland in working through that NAFTA agreement, you know, saying, okay, here, I know this about Trump and passing it along and they got the deal done. But yes, Ryan Mulroney having uh, passed away at the age of 86. It's 5.55, uh, Montana Breyer event coordinator, Amanda McKenzie. I spoke with her about what you're in for over at the Brand Center this weekend. Well, looking at the ice right now, it is like completely made. If you start walking around the concourse, when you get here, you'll see that all of our pipe and drape is up. Our scaffolding is up, and it almost looks ready. Oh, awesome. Draw one. The defending champs are playing. So is Team Saskatchewan. How are tickets going? Are there still plenty available? Is it selling well? It's definitely selling well, but tickets are available for all draws. So come on down. You'll be able to walk up to the box office, grab your ticket, enjoy. Cheer on Team Saskatchewan, Team Canada. Hey, tell me about the Briar Patch. Uh, Is it open to everyone tonight or just those with tickets to the draws? It is open to everyone. It is first come, first serve. We have a capacity of 4,200 people. I've even had people tell me that they are just going to go there. They're going to leave their seats early to go make sure that they get to see the Rec Laws live. Yeah, the Rec Laws are the opener, and are there going to be a lot more live acts throughout the week? Every single night we will have entertainment out there, and it starts after that last draw. And then throughout the week, closer to the end, we'll also have local entertainment around 5.30 each day to come out and celebrate Regina while we're here. Amanda McKenzie, my guest. Any idea, Amanda, what the economic spinoff is for our city on this one? It's got to be pretty decent. (laughs) I would say, I said oof, because it's going to be pretty big. The last prior that I did in Lathbridge, I think the economic impact was almost $12 million. Awesome. We'll be bringing money to the city. You got to tell me one last thing here. It's the Montana's Restaurant Briar, right? 
Can you tell me if there are going to be Montana's ribs waiting at every seat when you go to sit for a draw? And then when we're on TV, our fingers are dirty, our faces are covered in barbecue sauce. Will there be ribs at each seat? Unfortunately, not at each seat, but they will be at the patch. Okay, good. As long as there's some ribs in the vicinity. That's all I need to know. Hit me up. Where does everyone get their draw tickets? You can get your draw tickets online at curling.ca backslash tickets. You can also head to the box office and get them there in person. All right. We'll see you at the patch. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much. The Fed saying, uh, we folks here at Saskatchewan won't get any carpet tax rebates now as a result of uh, uh, Premier Moe's move to uh, not remit carbon tax on natural gas. But uh, I know it goes beyond natural gas, right? We're, we're paying it on gasoline. Yeah, uh, the Feds, from what I understand here, they fire back after uh, Saskatchewan made that announcement that uh, no more rebates. So I'd like to define that a little more. Is that like, are we going to get a partial rebate? Right now, it just sounds like, yeah, no rebate at all. But Saskatchewan Energy Minister Dustin uh, Duncan will join the Evan Bray show to talk further about this. And I got to get Evan to ask him, did, uh, how much did that cost to go all the way to Ottawa on a grainy video? If you're, if you're going to take us to Ottawa to make this announcement, how about a little more professionalism in the delivery? Man, that was cheesy. Okay, well, Evan will go after that, I'm sure. <laughs> I want quality if you're taking my tax dollars to Ottawa to shoot a video. It's uh, 616. Hey, impaired driving is going to be in the SGI spotlight this month of March. And joining me now is Tyler McMurchie from SGI and uh, from the Regina Police Service Traffic Safety Unit, Sergeant Shannon Gordon. Tyler, I'm going to start with you. Just how bad are our impaired driving numbers? Or are they improving? It's great to be here. It's great to be here. Thanks, Greg. Tyler, let me start with you. Just how bad are the impaired driving numbers that we'd like to improve upon here in our uh, community? Well, I want to say this at the start. We have seen improvements in Saskatchewan in general over the past decade when it comes to impaired driving, like the collisions, injuries, and fatalities. We've seen drastic reductions. Part of that is thanks to our friends like Shannon in in law enforcement. What we have seen, I would say, over the last couple of years is the number of administrative suspensions, so the lower-level impaired driving offences coming up when we we see those numbers reported on a monthly basis from police. And that's probably a reflection of uh, really strong enforcement. We're not seeing necessarily more collisions, injuries, and fatalities, but we are seeing more people getting caught. And so we want people to understand uh, what they need to know to not run afoul of the law. This month of March, it's uh, all about impaired driving. And Tyler, is this in the form of stop checks, or are we just randomly looking for people? Police tend to use a variety of tactics. You do see the more, I say, visible uh, tactics like uh, check stops and and processing drivers that way. Who are also looking for impaired drivers, and they use a number of less conspicuous tactics, maybe unmarked vehicles, maybe kind of patrolling around licensed establishments, those sort of tactics. The one thing I would advise people is that, you know, if a police officer does pull you over, they do have the right to ask for a quick roadside breath test. It's a, it's a few seconds. They can demand that of any driver they legally stop under federal legislation that actually came into effect back in 2018. But a lot of people don't know it. And if they refuse, 
then they are looking at some pretty significant penalties, basically equal to as if they were driving impaired. Don't refuse that test if a police officer demands it. So a roadside screening device, what does that mean if I'm asked by you, Shannon, to use? So police will issue you a demand to perform or to provide the breath sample. And under that demand, we will take a sample of your breath. And the officer then gets back a pass, a warn, or a fail. The whole purpose of, of this mandatory screening is to detect those drivers that aren't grossly impaired, that aren't showing like necessarily symptomology. They're maybe not slurring their words, all those typical things that we would look for, but are they still dangerous out on the roads? And so these tests are the mandatory one is more designed to catch those perhaps maybe between 40 milligrams percent and 80 milligrams percent. So we're looking at that worn range on our roadside screening device. I'm Greg Morgan. You're listening to Sergeant Shannon Gordon from Traffic at RPS. SGI's Tyler McMurchie. Shannon, I just got to ask, if I get a pass, is it okay I high-five you through the window? It sure is. Yeah. And we will even give you uh, Tim's card to reward. Get out. You're buying me coffee? We will. You're going to hand out Tim's cards. For those who are in compliance and displaying good driving behavior, good driving decisions, yes, for the the month of March, we are going to give them the credit for that. They can have a coffee on on us and SGI. Just to be clear, Greg, just to be clear, we're not buying coffee to people so they can sober up. You need to be sober (laughs) in order to qualify. I hope that you're handing out more Tim's cards than ever before. I sure hope so as well. May I suggest... It's never a bad idea to take a police officer out for coffee. Instead of you buying us coffee, when's the last time that's happened, Shannon? I can't remember. Well, see, it's time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you both. It's uh, good to catch up and uh, really good to educate the public here. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I've been diving a little into the Foreigner catalog a little the last week or two, ever since it was announced that they're uh, up for voting in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And when I heard that, they're, they're up for voting? I couldn't believe they weren't. They've had so many hits. Heck, Paul McCartney shared a video this week about his dis- disbelief, like mine, that Foreigner was not yet in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Foreigner? Not in the Hall of Fame? What the f***? Exactly. It was short and sweet, but it's uh, it's mind blowing. They're coming in May, and of course, all the original uh, members are no longer part of the band. Uh, Mick Jones, for the longest time, the last few years, have been playing guitar and uh, keeping Foreigner alive. And don't get me wrong, I've seen Foreigner since Lou Graham left, and they are really, really good. But now, even Mick, because of Parkinson's, has stepped away. He hadn't played with the band the last six months to almost a year now, but uh, he made that announcement just official uh, last week, if you recall. His stepson is Grammy-winning record producer Mark Ronson. This was neat. He was on Jimmy Fallon this week begging people pretty much, please vote for my stepdad. So my stepdad, who, you know, I've lived with since I was six years old and loved very much. You know, he's, he's the best. He's the best. He's in the rock band Foreigner, and he's been, a, you know, a huge influence on me. They wrote all these great, yeah, anybody? <laughs> We love Foreigner. Uh, Foreigner. So he's written all these great songs like Hot Blooded, Cold as Ice, and I Want to Know What Love Is, which he actually wrote for my mom, who's here well, somewhere. your beautiful mom. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love you. Hi, mom. So, so, you know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a really big deal for a rock and roll musician, and certainly for him. They've never been considered for it. 
So, you know, the past few years, also, he's had some tough health challenges and whatever. And, you know, we just, I, we just decided to go all out this year. Grammy-winning uh, producer Mark Ronson taught me something there. I didn't know that uh, I Want to Know What Love Is was uh, written for his wife either. But uh, nonetheless, you can vote on their, on their website. And I, I kind of want to go to see them now in Moose Jaw when they come here in May. Okay, I blew it. I want to just admit right now that in all the years I have been doing guaranteed weather here on CJME, this might be the biggest gap, (laughs) if you will, between what I said and what it was. I said plus five yesterday for a high. It was minus one. It was plus nine in Moose Jaw. The warm air aloft was there. But again, as I explained earlier, we're in a bit of a basin here compared. And we just couldn't get enough wind to roll it down. So... Stevenson, you won. Yes, Maggie Steven on uh, Kleisinger Crescent won four hundred fifty dollars. Are you listening, Maggie? We want to get a hold of you and uh, tell you the good news. If you know her, uh, well, I'll, I'll give a little time here. It's early. It's it's early. I'll try to get a hold of Maggie and officially hand over this $450 check. So I'm going to start over at 25 bucks. I say if I aim off by three or more, you win. And that's indeed what Maggie's done. It's 627.